Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. Hopefully everyone's doing good. Um, yeah, I had a whole episode I just posted yesterday and last night I was trying to edit something at the very end with the noise levels and freaking accidentally deleted it. So I'm like, great. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I could say, you know, I could be really angry. Yeah, to be honest, I was and I am, but I chose, I'm choosing to let it go. I didn't really have the time to record this. So it's like 5 a.m. over here. So I do have a little bit of time this morning. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's do another episode. I would like to talk about the exact same thing I talked about yesterday. But you know how it is when you're in the present moment, you may not be able to channel the exact same information. You know what I mean? So we're just going to go with the flow today. Um, I do want to talk about a little bit what I said in my last episode when it freaking when I accidentally deleted it. Um, last, in the, uh, You know what's funny? That's my, my own fault. I did it in the middle of the night. It was like 1 a.m. And I was like, oh shit, I had a dream. And I was like, shit, let me edit this. And then that's my own fault. I guess half asleep. I must have hit delete instead of edit the button. I don't know, but that's my fault, guys. So sorry about that. Sorry about that. Seriously. Um, Today, I want to just cover a little bit of what I did yesterday, but I do want to start on a new topic, which is about triggers, okay? So let's talk about triggers, right? What happens when we are triggered? What happens? Um, Let's say something somebody says gets to you. Let's say something... um, Anything can trigger us, something on TV, something in the media, something, some traumatic event, anything can trigger us. So let's talk about the spiritual component, right? Let's talk about the spirituality people, the spiritual folks, you know, those of us who say, well, I've been healing, I'm working on myself, I've been healing this and healing that. So let's say you've been like years or months into this healing of yours right and let's say you were re-triggered and you're like wait a minute i thought i was healed from this i thought i didn't care anymore i thought i was good why am i still triggered by this i'm so upset at myself i thought i was better than this has anyone ever gone through that let me see a set of hands i'm saying it as if i can really see it but you know what i mean <laughs> let me get an amen whatever you want to call it but for real um I'm, i think a lot of us have been there where we get even more upset at ourselves for not dealing with a situation or a certain person in a better positive way than what you would than what you expected from yourself and so sometimes we get we beat ourselves up and say oh my god i can't believe i allowed this trigger to still get the best of me blah 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 right so i'm thinking what if we got triggers all wrong you know i don't want to say all wrong but you know, I think if you think about it, what is the real goal of eliminating eliminating triggers? It's so that nothing or nobody outside of ourselves controls us or controls our response or controls our emotion. Because when we're triggered, we feel what? Out of control. We don't feel in control of our emotions when we are triggered. We don't feel control of our thoughts when we are triggered. We don't even feel controlled over our regular, even our breathing, our nervous system, right? So 
what to do, you know? So we have the element of control, that energy of control surrounding all of us, okay? And now with the energy of control, how far can you really go when you're trying to control something? How far can you, how deep can you go when you have the control energy surrounding you and you're utilizing this vibration of control to control yourself? Now, what if we're using the wrong terminology, right? Instead of saying control, why not say we are aligning ourselves to a vibration or aligning ourselves to a frequency that allows us to not be troubled so harshly by things outside of ourselves or building a strong spiritual and emotional stamina against the bullshit, right? Now, here's the thing. I believe when we're so consumed of fixing ourselves, healing ourselves, healing this, fixing this, fixing, 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 it sends a message to our subconscious that we aren't good enough as is. I mean, we always got work to do, right? We always got things to heal. Sure, there's always things we can improve, but if we're constantly readjusting and fixing and healing and healing and healing and healing, it just... You know, it just sends a signal to the sub, it's a subliminal signal to the subconscious mind that says, hey, we are not enough as is. We, there is something always wrong with us. Do you see, do you guys, are you guys catching on to what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I, I wish I, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm saying something and I feel like I can hear some of you guys saying, yeah, me or kinda, you know, but, uh, but I, I, I like to pause and just have a little, you know, reflection time, self-reflection, asking ourselves deeper questions is what helps expands our consciousness. It's what helps enlighten us self-questioning. So we need to get to these questions about, you know, the deeper things, right? And so, like I was saying, if we are always in the constant mode of fixing, when are we ever going to be good enough, right? Where is that moment where we say, we are officially healed. I am done healing. You know, you see how you can never really say those words because it's an ongoing journey like this life, you know? There's never going to be a time where we just, quote, stop anything, right? Because us as consciousness, we are what? Energy. So we are always in motion, in motion. We are always moving. We are always buzzing, vibrating. Energy never dies. So what does that mean? It means that our healing journey will always continue. So instead of calling everything as healing or something that needs to be, quote, fixed or turned into something better, let's just say we are removing the fears. We are removing the blockages. We are removing all of these controlled structures that we built, sur- built, you know, built these things out, you know, surrounding ourselves. And how about we change the terminology from constantly healing to removing? Because I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, I believe that underneath all of our insecurities and our emotions and our thoughts, there is an untapped godlike source that nothing and I mean nothing, can penetrate. And I want you guys to sit with that for a second. Nothing can penetrate 
or, you know, nothing can get to it. Nothing can get to that godlike pure source that lives within all of us. When we are creative, we really access that godlike spark. You know what I mean? We all have God living within us, right? We hear it in biblical times. God lives, the Holy Spirit lives within. I think that's what they used to say in the church. I don't know. Um, but it's been passed down. For, it's ancient shit, guys. God lives within, right? We have the godlike spark. It's in our life force energy, our life force, our chi energy, whatever you want to call it. It's there when we are creative, when we are operating in unconditional love and, you know, non-judgment. These are the ways that we connect to the oneness, to the source, to the godlike spark, whatever terminology you want to call it. But I'm telling you, those are the best ways to get there is through number one, unconditional love of self and of others. Number two, non-judgment. That is fucking hard, but just keep it in mind. Um, Number three, it's um, creativity. When we are creative, um, you see how when we are creative, we are in a flow-like state. We are in a flow-like consciousness. So we're just flowing. And remember, like I said, energy is always flowing. So sometimes our thoughts and our emotions can stop the quote creative flow. So it's not about, oh, I need to stop thinking and stop feeling. It's about how do I integrate feelings and emotions in a way in my life that doesn't stop me from flowing or being free? How do I have, how can I make sure my emotions and thoughts don't restrict me? You see, it's never about getting rid of emotions or getting rid of your thoughts. It's finding ways to make it work for you. Um, like I said in my last episode that freaking got deleted by my own self this time. Um, yeah, you can hear me. I, yes, I can have an attitude towards my own self. Yes, that's me. When I said it just like that, y'all, that was me giving myself the side eye. <laughs> but anyway, um, so like I was saying um, yesterday, because Zalo really wanted me, Zalo, my spirit guide, um, really wanted me to get this message out about mistakes. I said it, I said it in my last podcast episode at the very end, I'm going to say it again now. Mistakes. When we make a mistake, my spirit guide Zalo says, mistakes are nothing but measurements of where you are energetically, emotionally, and just in general as a soul. Mistakes are just measurements of time. It's a measurement of where you, you're presently at as a soul. It is nothing more and nothing less. Zalo says that as humans, we naturally like to shame ourselves over our mistakes. But he says that's such a waste of time. Guilt is not a productive emotion. Guilt doesn't do anything. Regret is not productive, doesn't really get anything done either. So you either make peace with what you have or haven't done with your life or what make peace with whatever mistakes you've made and understand that our mistakes teach us where we are at currently. Okay, that is it. We will have more, quote, measurements of where we are. You know, there's no, you can't avoid making a mistake, but we can get better at how we treat ourselves after we make a mistake. That's what this life is about. Incorporating these spiritual techniques, spirituality, or maybe you're a religious person or religious things, whatever it is that makes you a better, makes you want to do better in this world. Because you know, that's all, that's all everything is anyway. Everything serves a purpose for the greater good, for us to become better people to ourselves and to one another, right? Um, 
whenever we are hurt, it is usually a call to, you know, it's usually a signal to find more reasons to love ourselves more. Whenever we feel disappointed by life and others, how can I show up for myself more? You know, so a lot of times our experiences in relationships, romantic or otherwise, or friendships, family ships, is that even a thing? Family ships? See, I'm just making shit up as I go. Family ships, whatever you want to call it. All of these things relate, all relationships in a general sense, teach us about ourselves and one another. It helps us evolve and helps us learn, right? But um, yeah, I wanted to talk about the trigger stuff again. And I mean, everything I'm basically saying is, 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 is basically aligned with the trigger conversation because we like to think that, you know, it's honestly a lot more work to constantly fight yourself, to constantly fight what is. It's a lot of work to be on the defense. You know what I mean by the defense? Meaning always always constantly guarding, guarded, always constantly on the defense, constantly overreactive, so protective. I think it's good to be protective over your energy and space. Absolutely. But if you're so extreme with it that you don't allow anyone in anybody into your life because you fear being hurt again, it's a lot more work to do that. It's a a lot more energetically wise to use your energy for worries and for, you know, for fear. But anyway, triggers though. So when we are triggered and we feel like, oh my God, I'm not healed because I'm still triggered by this. You don't want to tell yourself that because I'm telling you, it's going to send you down a path that you're never going to feel good enough. You're never going to feel healed enough. If, if each time a trigger resurfaces and you get re-triggered, that doesn't mean that you haven't worked on yourself properly. It doesn't mean that. So sometimes when we get re-triggered, even while currently working on ourselves, it doesn't necessarily mean that we haven't done a good enough job it means that we're still on the path we're still learning it's not about right and wrong or that we're bad or we're good and you know so it's just wrapping our minds around that and and to see that at least in my in my opinion is that trying to control our emotions and our emotional responses every time will get exhausting you know um understand that you know everything is a chance to transform yourself even our triggers are little signs from god as a way to transform and to evolve and yes they pop up but that doesn't mean we're not learning as people it actually is a good thing it means that we're learning so much that we are attracting these triggers so that we can you know continuously move on from them so not every trigger resurfacing is a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing to just retest our asses to see, you know, to kind of be like, okay, let's really move past this. It's not, you know, it's just how we look at it. And also, in my opinion as well, I also, you know, I know that sometimes we feel like we need to have more control over our emotional reactions. And, you know, that is a true thing. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Um, it's, it's, it's a very, very real thing, um, about having control over our reactions and our, tr- and having control over our triggers. Um, but like I said about the vibration of control, control, everything I see control 
the image that I see clairvoyantly is someone trying to fist sand. And I see, you know, when you're holding fists in your sand and you're squeezing onto it, but the sand is still leaking through this person's fingers. It's still seeping through the someone's palm of their hand. So I asked Salo, why do you show me this visual? He says, this is a visual of control, meaning no matter what, things will still seep through the cracks, meaning these triggers sometimes will still seep through the cracks, no matter how many controlled responses, controlled emotions you have towards certain things and certain people, you know, um, no matter what, you have to learn to see that you are perfect as you are, you know, and um, as you grow and as you learn, uh, our triggers are nothing but byproducts of all the things that we have to remove you know it's not a like i said healing and removing healing is a journey that will always continue our souls are always constantly healing itself even when we're not conscious of the facts that is also why we have the dream state the dream state also is another way for ourselves to heal so even if we're not intentionally healing technically obviously using our intentions and our everyday consciousness to heal works better but the fact that our, our subconscious mind already tries to filter a lot of bullshit out through the dream state that's also a good a good sign that our bodies souls and minds already knows how to take care of itself even without our, our consciousness doing it right so just keep it in mind when you are healing and don't beat yourself up over the journey because like I said, things will get easier. How do you know when you've truly, quote, healed over something? Can you still get triggered even though you've truly healed? The answer is yes, plain and simple. So nothing is black and white. When we are dealing with the realms of spirituality, we are not dealing with just the logical world. So logical world will tell you, well, if I'm healed, that implies that I won't have any issues concerning this person or this situation anymore, right? That's not necessarily the case. Um, logically, yes, I agree. That would that would imply it. Definitely logistically, yes. But but in the other realm, the creative realm, the spiritual realm, the astral realms, it can mean uh, simultaneously five different things. That's what's wild about life is that logically it can mean one or two things. But on the other side, this, the spiritual side, it can mean four to five different things, right? So let's say you say, let's say you think you're healed from a situation or a person. I'm going to tell you the major ways to tell even in a spiritual and logical way. The best way is that it doesn't get to you as much. You see how I say as much? Can stuff still trigger you a little bit? Yes, but it may not be as paralyzing or debilitating or as gut-wrenchingly painful as it once was in the past. It may annoy you a little bit, but it may not be as extreme as it was. Do you see how I worded that? It means that you can still be triggered, but it may not be as severe. And over time, the like, like, and, and it works for some people. For some people, they may go into the same situation with the same person and maybe feel nothing at all, which means they weren't triggered at all. Is that possible? Absolutely, yes. But I'm talking about for those people who have healed a lot of their trigger, but still get triggered. I'm, I'm speaking to these people specifically. Don't beat yourself up about it because you also have to measure your success and how. And and the severity of it. So for example, let's say um, 
let's say you had a really bad falling out with an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend of yours. And let's say you see their name pop up on social media and you get triggered by their post or something, or you used to. Then six months have passed and you see it, you get a little annoyed, but it's not as bad where you need to block them or something as extreme. You see what I'm saying? So you have to take your achievements and strides so we may not be able to get rid of every single anxiety or every single trigger but we can minimize its control and effects on us does that make sense y'all so while the goal is always to quote eliminate and to be in control over our reactions right but even if we can't attain that ultimate zen like control that ultimate monk like control right even if we can't do that don't be so hard on yourself like i said remember how far you've came if you were triggered a little bit less than you were in the past that's what matters guys that's what matters you know you are like i said healing focusing on healing so much takes away from enjoying the present moment yes it's good to heal and good to focus on healing but you need to be present with yourself and also be present with your progress and not beat yourself up thinking oh well i must have not healed if i'm still triggered by this you see you don't want to do that to yourself be kinder to yourself it ain't gonna kill you to be nicer to yourself you know um but yeah i just wanted to like say that a little bit and um Real quick, um, real quick, um, I was saying something on the last episode about group-like consciousness and belief systems and finding, and this is this goes for healing as well, finding a healing modality or a spiritual practitioner that you really align with. Um, someone had a question a few weeks ago about like, how do you know which historically religious thing was accurate? How do we know which religion was accurate in the past? How do we know which historical spiritual thing is right? How do we know if Buddha was right? How do we know if Jesus was correct? Or how do we know someone wasn't lying? Or how do we know spirituality is real? Or spiritual teachers are real? or whatever, right? And my best answer to that is this, the metaphysics of it all is that when a group of people, it's called group consciousness or group think or collective consciousness, either one of those names, when a group of people believe in something such as the Catholic faith, um, I'm just going to say the Catholic religion. This is what I used for an example yesterday. If you already heard this podcast, I mean, I mean, um, this segment of yesterday's podcast and just, you don't have to listen to it, but I just wanted to kind of, um, repeat this since my episode got deleted yesterday, um, about group thought and collective consciousness is this, um, I'm taking the religion of Catholic, okay, the Catholic faith. So there's a millions of people on this planet who are Christians or who believe in the Catholic faith, faith, right? So as a spiritual person, you could say, well, you guys are brainwashed. You're wrong. Ha ha ha, right? And the Catholic people can look at the spiritual people and say, you guys are blasphemy. You're going to hell. Y'all are, yo, you guys are witches. Ha ha ha, right? So let's talk about the group the group think or the collective consciousness. So is the Catholics or the spiritual people who's more right and who's more wrong? My answer is nobody. It's all equal. <gasps> v, how could you say that? I'll tell you how I could say that. Well, according to my spirit guide Zalo is that with collective consciousness is this 
everything is held up by belief systems. The more people that believe in something, the stronger the belief and manifestation of something. Okay. It creates a whole reality within itself, basically. So which that, what does that mean? It means that those Catholic people, they're not wrong or they're right. They just simply believe in something and created it amongst themselves. They literally manifested this whole religion and all these religious things out of their beliefs. And it's, and the reason why the Catholic faith has sustained itself for centuries is because that many people are still believing it century and century after century and year after year after year. So when a lot of people believe in something, it keeps it alive. You take away all the people, it no longer exists. Poof, just like that, no longer exists. That's how reality works, guys. Same thing with spirituality. We got a whole bunch of people on this planet who believe in spiritual concepts, reincarnation, um, believes in past lives and things like that. So it's keeping this quote, spiritual kind of collective consciousness alive um, and, and, and good shit like that. Does that make us more right or more wrong? Who's to say? We are just people believing in something. What we as humans do on this planet is we align ourselves to whatever group consciousness that we feel like that we resonate with. So it's not about right or wrong. It's what's right or wrong for you personally, because you are, let me remind y'all, all of us are our own walking micro universes. We're like the smaller version of the greater version when we look up into the skies. Our body encompasses all of that inside of our bodies and specifically our minds, literally like a map of the universe. So, you know, we have to do what resonates to us on a personal individual level. So only you can tell yourself what's right or wrong. You can listen to whoever you resonate and listen to them say whoever is right or wrong. Just do you. This is about discernment. And plus the energies in the air and, and where we're going as a collective in general is that everything is done by the individual now, meaning you're going to have to find your own path and figure it out and and just figure out what you energetically align with if something doesn't make sense then don't believe it then don't follow it if you know it's and, and like i said there's no foolproof way to know who is historically right and who isn't my personal beliefs i believe a lot of history has been fabricated but that's my own personal belief and see, the beautiful thing about it is that I don't, I'm not worried if someone believes in it or not, because this is my own little reality on this side of the world. So it's fine. Um, but what I've always believed in is that a lot of history has been fabricated. And there could be someone on the other side of the world who would say, V, well, science says this, so that means you're wrong. And I would say, okay, you see how that works? That's cool. That's how life, and again, in my own personal beliefs, I feel like life should be that free, that we all can co-create, co-create realities, co-create collective consciousnesses. Is that even a word? Co-create, co, ugh, sorry, now I'm having like a tongue twister, shit. Um, but yeah, so basically, I just wanted to just sit here and just talk about this is that you are your own reality. Your mind is your own reality. Your thoughts and your emotions are your own reality. Do what you will. This is your life. 
Don't restrict yourself. Learn new concepts. Learn new modalities and new ways of healing. And I'm bringing this back to healing. Just like there's things that you can believe in. Same thing with healing. There's different healing techniques that can work for you. It's whatever you're aligned with. There are millions of YouTubes out there telling you, do this, do that, do that. How do I know which one's the right one? You got to go with what feels right. This is about tapping into your inner power and your inner intuition. That is the only thing that will tell you which is the right direction or which one is the right modality or the right path for you. The only person who can tell you that is you because you hold the ultimate power and the ultimate authority over yourself. Don't let anyone tell you different. Or if you want them to tell you different, you can, because that's also your free will. See how that works. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to share this real quick. And um, yeah, be easy on yourself. Life ain't that bad. Um, let's remember that we are perfect beings underneath our bullshit and underneath our bullshit insecurities and all the traumas we've ever been through. Understand that we are. There's an untapped untapped part of us a particle that lives within all of us and understand that we are our jobs as humans is removing the programming removing the brainwashing removing all of the things that were told to us by parents and grandparents and friends and enemies and co-workers and bosses and we're removing all of that so we can so that inner untouched part of ourselves that godlike spark can really shine it's not that you were broken or there's always something wrong with your ass. Hell no. It just means you got to remove all the bullshit you've been believing about yourself all these years. You see, that's how I approach healing. I approach healing through removal because underneath all that is wholeness. You know what I mean? We're always whole. We're always whole. Even if you don't feel it, you are. But uh, anyway, just want to share this with you guys. Until the next episode, peace. <laughs>